Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. So, welcome back to Super Necessary, everyone. Uh, so, big episode for you. You know, we like to do these ones. Um, so, today we're joined by four members of Team England for the upcoming Four Nations tournament, which starts this Friday uh, in Liverpool at Fit Expo. So, should be in a great, a great tournament. Um, and really looking forward to seeing you guys performing. Obviously, thanks for joining us today. Is how's everyone? You'll be all okay. Yeah, good, good thank you. Thanks. Good. So, um, what we're going to do, we're going to sort of just, we'll give you a little introduction each and then let you tell us, tell everyone how you um, got started in combat sports. Uh, so, we'll start with you, Chanel. Uh, so, you're six and three at the moment. You fight out a team underground MMA. How did you get started in combat sports? Um, basically, I started about 10 years ago now, um, when I was about nine years old. I started off with striking um, Muay Thai. Uh, the area I kind of grew up with, especially in London, there's a lot of knife crime drugs going on. So from a young age, my dad used to um, get all my siblings into sports to keep us busy, to keep us focused and off the roads, and to give us puzzle, positive role models. So that's when I um, came into and I found martial arts and I just stuck with it ever since. And I started MMA about three, four years ago because I was kind of at a crossroads. You can't really make a lot of money off of Muay Thai, but um, you can almost get a living fighting MMA. So that's when I started MMA. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Um, <clears throat> next up, we've got uh, Jack Dunleavy. He's 2-0, fights out of Aspire. Um, do you want to just tell us how, how you got started, Jack? Yeah, I started training boxing first when I was about seven. Um, so I've been saying combat sports for about 11 years now. Uh, yeah, because I'm 18. So I've done boxing from like seven to when I was 10, 11. Didn't have no like fights in boxing. Then I moved to Thai boxing when I was um, 11, all the way until I was 16. I had like a few Thai boxing fights and stuff like that. I was a uh, UK number four for my age, and I was, um, yeah, so I had a few fights there. And then I started because um, I was leaving school and I didn't, I didn't really want to 
do a normal job or not. So I spoke to um, Dean Garner and he was running like a college at the gym where you could basically just train all the time and do your work on the side. So I joined that. That's like an MMA course, but I joined that at first. First, like with Dean, we both agreed that I'd just do side boxing on it. Like he'll change it a bit. But then just being around the gym and stuff like that just made me get into the MMA. Just because um, I was always in the gym anyway, doing my work when I weren't training tight. So I ended up just like um, starting to do a few classes and then just stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, on topology, it says I'm 2 0, but I'm actually 3 0. There's a fight on topology that's not been put on yet, but that needs to get put on. Uh, they're slow with that sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Jack, nice one. Um, so next we've got Summer Only. Uh, so you're 4-0 and you fight out at Gracie Barra Derby. Uh, how did you get started? Um, I only got started in 2017. Um, I started off watching UFC um, and I was just primarily kind of just interested in the ground game I wasn't really interested in, in the whole striking side of it um so I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at Grace Barra Derby um I did a lot of competitions um throughout like all all my belts um and then I started taking MMA a bit more seriously in 2019 so not really that long um but yeah uh, started competing and I loved it so yeah just carried on with it uh, can I just check with Jack mentioning that then do we have? Do we actually have your record right? So now we had you as six and three. Yeah. Um. Some it was yours right four and all. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we go on to our next guest, Lisa Zimmo. We have you down as two and one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you fight out of a GB top team. Um. Same again. Can you tell us how you got started in combat sports? So I started about ten years ago. Um, I was in Freshers Fair, wanted to learn a contact sport, so I picked up jiu-jitsu and rugby. I got really, really good in jiu-jitsu, I was winning gold medals, and I kind of wanted to step it up a little bit and learn how to use my other limbs, so I started learning a bit of boxing and kickboxing, moved on, moved on to wrestling, and that's, I've always had MMA in mind. But I just wanted to learn each sport individually um, and really understand it. Uh, so I moved, I went to Thailand, stayed there for a couple of weeks and got to live the fighter's lifestyle where it was just full on training every single day. And it was, it was something that I've always wanted to do. So it was a good insight for me to actually experience that before coming back, quitting my job and really getting stuck in. Uh, met Brad Pickett about, uh, two and a half years ago um, and I've been training with him full-time um, MMA is my full-time job and I, I love it so I'm looking forward to my future Brilliant um, so next then obviously with you being at Four Nations obviously you're going to be bringing your coaches and that with you um, so what we want you to do is to sort of highlight your coaches who, who train you, who will be there um, to help you and that go, go through this this tournament. Um, so we just go from how we've done it. So, Chanel, we start with you first. Yeah, so um, I'm actually bringing two coaches with me to the Four Nations. Um, first, my head coach, Stephen Cook, 
I started MMA with him. He's the one who got me into MMA initially. Um, he's the one who, who taught me to come to the gym. Um, team Underground about three and a half years ago. So he's going to be in my corner. He's my jiu-jitsu grappling and head coach. And I'm also bringing my boxing coach, Barry Healy. I've been doing boxing training with him uh, for about seven months now. And he's really improved my game because my hands wasn't really my best weapon. But now it is because of him. And I'm really confident with him in my corner. So having them two in my corner, plus one of the England coaches, I think, um, yeah, I'm going to have a really good chance of winning gold. Lovely. Uh, and same to you, Jack, which who are you bring with you as your coaches? Um, I've put down at the minute because um, there was there was meant to be Lily as well fighting out of our gym, so um, she was gonna. I think we're gonna bring. We was gonna bring Dean and uh, Liam because my other main coach, like my two head coaches, at uh, Phil Turner and Dean, but Phil's away. Uh, he couldn't make it, so but Liam as low as as like, as well as being like my main training partner, obviously he's like he's a few years ahead of me in the sport, so. Mm. He's like um, a lot of them as a coach as well, so he's gonna be there for me, and hopefully um, I'll bring I'll be bringing Dean. Um, yeah, Dean Garnett. Sounds sounds. Um, uh, Summer you, yourself, who who will you be bringing? Um, uh, my head coach Patrick Martin. Um, but he's already part of the English association, so it's like a two and one really. Um, yeah. but. Yeah. I obviously have other coaches, but um, I'll only be bringing Patrick Martin for this one. Um, but yeah, he's been my head coach since day one. So, yeah, he's gotten me to where I am now. So, yeah, just one. That's okay. Cool. And uh, Lisa, yourself, which coaches will you be bringing? So I'm bringing Wesley Meyer with me, which is my MMA coach um, and one of my MMA coaches. And Barry um, Healy as well. Um, I've been working with them a lot. So those are going to be the two in my corner and probably someone from the England team, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah Wesley, like Wesley's great. Yeah. We've had, uh, had him on here before, so great person to have in your corner there. Yeah, he's amazing. I, I work a lot with him, so he knows me really well. Yeah, well, it sounds like you've got a, a, a good team behind you going in. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, um, where are we? Yeah, come on, Quinn. You know that. So the first question again, we'll go. We'll ask you sort of one by one to give an answer to this. So, what is your main sort of hope? What you want them to gain from competing at the Four Nations tournament? So, again, same order. Chanel, do you want to go first? Um, I think the Four Nations is a really good tournament to gain experience because we're all amateur at the end of the day. Uh, so what we really want to do for our careers right now is just to gain experience and fight people all around the UK. And I think the Four Nations is really good because you don't know who you're fighting until a day. So there's not going to be any pullouts. We just had a bit of pullouts for that. Um, they can't see your name on, on the schedule and pull out because of you. So you're fighting who you're fighting regardless of what. And I think it's really good that you get to represent your country as well. Um, a lot of people, when they come into a sport, that's one of their main goals is to represent the country. And we get to do that. Um, and we get to host it as well. So, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. And I think one of the best things I get out of it is I get to fight international fighters. Because we're fighting people from Wales, Scotland, Ireland. So we get the privilege to be fighting international fighters when most amateurs don't really get to do that at this stage. 
they usually have to wait until they turn pro to fight internationally. But um, we get to do that at um, our home. So, yeah, that's amazing. And, yeah. and, because, and because the Four Nations is kind of a prestigious event as well. So there's a lot of eyes looking at us. We've got um, Molly McCann, Dan Hardy, and a lot of um, people up there that's going to be looking at us. So hopefully we get a bit of recognition. But, yeah. Yeah, and um, you mentioned there about you don't know who you're fighting basically until you just get there. Like, obviously, you've all done like a camp where you know your opponents. Like, do you prefer that? Like, go there, you get the opponent, and then you just fight. Yeah, I think for me, because um, I know a lot of people they like to watch their opponents, they like to stalk their Instagram, watch all their previous fights on YouTube, but I'm not really like that. I like to focus on myself in fight camp okay, my opponent can do whatever they're doing, but I focus on myself because there's nothing for, that I can do to change what my opponent's trying to do in the fight. So I just try to um, work on my strong suits, work on my weaknesses um, and play into my game. Most of my fights, by the second round, they're playing to my game anyway, so um, they're just taking on their... So. And I'm more experienced in that way because I've fought four minutes in Muay Thai, 100 plus fights in Muay Thai, so... I'm used to fighting people that I don't know who I'm fighting until until the day. So yeah, I'm quite experienced in that um, aspect. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Just fighting different people and just going there and having a scrap, no excuses, no no nothing. Yeah, all ready to go now. <laughs> um, so Jack, is yourself, what are your your hopes to game it? Um, obviously the main one is to win the tournament. Um. But just the idea of being able to have like two, like, well, I know, I don't know who I'm fighting, but I know I've got two fights. Uh, I know I'm fighting on a Saturday and Sunday. So just being able to have like, add two fights to your record in one night, you know what I mean? Just that, like, just that experience, just being able to go like one day after the other. Because obviously, like, you're only amateur. So it's all about experience. Like, the result's important. But at this stage, like, you're, all, you're just trying to build yourself for like your pro career, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Getting being able to have two fights in two days is just like you can't buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't get that often. There's only like so many promotions that might do that. Like I think BMF is one, and they do like tournament settings and that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good experience. Yeah, and um, Summer, what about yourself? What are you hoping to gain from it? Um. Yeah. Obviously. Um. I, I guess I want. I want to win to to get gold, but um. I think, yeah, I'm actually really excited to just represent England. I think, you know, there comes many opportunities where you actually do get to represent your your country and what sport you do. So, um, obviously, we're not in the Olympics yet, but so this is kind of like the closest thing. And obviously, with IMAFs and stuff like that. So, yeah, representing England is is a pretty big deal, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. And obviously, like the other two said, it, it's, it's gaining that experience, getting two fights at least in one weekend. Um, so yeah, just getting all the fight time I can before obviously going pro. So yeah, pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. And and yourself, Lisa. So yeah, of course, just like everybody else said, um, definitely about representing England. I think that's actually pretty cool, especially to do it at amateur level. Um, it's it's something that everybody hopes to do. Um, and just like Summer was saying, definitely it's a great experience to do before you go pro. Um, I do. I love the idea that we get to compete um, two days in a row, um, and the fact that we don't know who we're fighting. I think for me, I'm I'm very comfortable. I'm very well rounded in MMA, 
I wouldn't call myself a standard fighter or a ground game um, type of fighter. So whatever I get, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm very happy to adjust. So it's going to be very, very exciting. I like the idea that we're going to have so many people over there, um, even people that are there for like bodybuilding or just whatever reason, like fitness. Uh, so it's going to make it a really cool experience and atmosphere for sure. And is is um is preparation any different when you when you know you you're going to be fighting two opponent uh, two opponents in a weekend? Whoever wants to take a, a summer. Um, uh, you... I was. Are we taking turns? <laughs> um, it's, it's just us. Whoever wants to to sort of throw in and give their uh, opinion on it. Um, I'd probably say not necessarily. Um, because you. You know, you're you're always going to work on your strengths and your weaknesses. So you can always be prepared, even if you were going against someone that you do know. You definitely don't know them 100%. So you're always going to have to be prepared for anything they throw at you. Um, so I personally, for me, no, I don't say it makes much of a difference. Right. Okay. Then. That's, that's I, think, I think the one. I think the one difference is. Um, especially fighting over two days, three days for most people is the, is the weigh-ins because we have to weigh in like every three days. So most people are going up a weight category. So one of the um, things that I'm kind of looking forward to is seeing how I deal with um, weighing in Friday, Saturday, Sunday and see how my body responds um, if I'm feeling strong on the Saturday and the Sunday because I don't want to go into a fight at the So yeah, that'll be interesting. And I kind of... Um, switch my camp in a way to um to so I can be energized over the full weekend so I'm trying to come in a bit under way so I can have a little bit more leeway in the weekend so yeah that's one of the main difference but other than that um yeah camp's the same cardio training everything's basically the same yeah um so the next one then um how important uh, for UK MMA is this tournament and also how important is what Emma are doing for UK MMA in general uh, yeah we, we'll go in the, the same order again so okay. uh, Chanel will come to you first yeah I think what Emma, Emma is doing for UK MMA is, is amazing to, to have that type of guidance especially when you're amateur is um, I think it's really going to elevate the sport, the UK sport, because they're kind of building the foundations of us. They're basically teaching us how to be professional, but in the amateur level, which I think is amazing as well, helping us build us to, into proper amateurs. But when we do turn pro, it's not going to be a surprise. They're getting our nutrition on point. They're getting us fights against people all around the world, taking us to these big tournaments and stuff like that. So they're really trying to... Um, engrave everything onto us so when we do go to big stages then we can perform our best ability and not be surprised in a way and I think the Four Nations is really good because there's nothing that's it's never happened before and it's like the first stage of um of being in an England team as well because we don't actually have to travel we can just go a couple hours down the road and fight people people flying in so we can fight them um yeah so I think the Four Nations is, is really good and it's a great stepping stone as well I know a lot of people that's fighting the Four Nations, they want to go up to find the Europeans and hopefully the world stages. So I think this is a good test for us fighting over um, the course of three days so we can actually trial and error stuff 
So when we do go to the European and the World Championship, it's not going to be a surprise for us. So I think what Emma's doing is really good for the um, yeah, for up-and-coming fighters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, Jack, what about yourself? How, how do you see you know, what Emma are doing and how important the Four Nations tournament is to UK MMA? Yes. So it's um, it's important. Obviously, like you've got the worlds and the Europeans and that, but like this is like close to home. You know what I mean? It's all like local countries, all in the UK. So it's like it's like uh, it's I'd I'd say in like Britain, this is like probably one of the biggest tournaments. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah, there's definitely. loads of eyes. Expect like in in the IMF and that there's like four cages on at once. Where like there's about like well there's four fights on at once, but. In this, there's only going to be one key, so like all eyes are on you. You know what I mean? You've got like Dan Hardy's all about it, and Mark Goddard and stuff like that. Like, all eyes are on you. You know what I mean? It's just going to be people watching all over the UK to see who the, who the best who the best is at that weight and age in the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people competing in it as well, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So me, uh, yourself, um, what what Emma's doing, how important is it and uh, the importance of Four Nations as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. The same as um, the other guys, I just think it's like, I think the UK MMA scene is like getting bigger and bigger every year. So obviously now it's like a perfect time to try and showcase like the top amateurs at like the best level. And I think the, the Four Nations is like the perfect way of doing that, you know, representing all of the UK um also like the training days that they've put on for us you know the coaching from all of the coaching staff has been like amazing like I've, I've learned so much from them um and you know obviously having coaches like Molly McCann and Dan Hardy giving you you know feedback in your in your fighting and obviously going to be there on the day and be able to like pick their brains and stuff which is incredible I mean you don't really get that on your standard amateur fight card um so yeah I think it, yeah it, it's amazing what they're doing it really is like showing the the levels of everyone from the UK at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Lisa, same to yourself. What, how important is MM for UK MMA, would you say? So, yeah, I definitely agree with everything everybody else said. But I also think it's a great um, stepping stone for doing something like this on amateur level because I know two of my teammates um, that are pro got to experience a tournament style um, in the US. So they got to fight over multiple days, um, three days in a row. Um, so I think doing something like this in the UK on amateur level is pretty amazing. So when we do go pro and we get to experience it abroad, um, we know we've been through something similar. Um, and obviously, like everybody said, the people that are going to be there watching, I think it's a really big deal. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so a couple of years as I've already mentioned the IMAFs is that something any of you would be looking to do after the Four Nations is that something that's in in your future plans um, so again say more do you want to go first oh yeah definitely um, I think the Europeans is in um, kind of scheduled to be in like September-ish so um, yeah that really works to my schedule so hopefully if I do well in the Four Nations I'll definitely try to make the team um, again in September because fighting over a week against at the top level in Europe, yeah, that's an uh, experience not to be missed. Yeah, and Jack yourself, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, uh, 
I don't know when it is like, but when I when I find out and if it if it works, like then definitely hundred percent would be something I'm looking to do. Like getting yeah. more experience in it. Yeah, yeah. not too. Uh, what about yourself, Summer? Have you lost somewhere? You might have lost somewhere, yeah. I think I may have lost the connection for summer. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's just carry on for the time being. Hopefully, it refreshes itself. Might just be a signal issue or something. Um, yeah. what, about, what about you, Lisa? Is that something you'd be interested in competing in? Yeah, 100%. So I originally joined um, the team, Team England, with the intentions to actually compete at IMAS. Um, since the one in June, I believe, um, didn't happen. So Four Nations um, opportunity arrived, so I took that. So I'm hoping I get to take part in the September one. Um, if I'm, you know, injury-free, work consistent my schedule, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, I think it'd be great experience for you in this sort of four nations is like mm-hmm. sort of prep for that you know what i mean because it's localized and then you go on to a big one with fighting people from europe so it's yeah you're uh, very good for you um i think we're getting summer back in now um oh yeah there we go. So, uh joe's just messaged saying he was on night and overslept so right that's, okay uh, explains that at least <laughs> um that's just Get some of back in, um, and then we'll we'll continue. Yeah, it's okay, Summer. Yeah, I'm actually sitting in a car, and my phone got too hot. So, just turned yourself off. Sorry, Jesus, no worries. Um, so you, you probably didn't hear that question then. So, um, no. what basically what we were saying is after this, a couple of you mentioned the IMAFs. Um, is that something you'd look to compete in in the future? Is that part of your plans? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's like another step up from the four nations essentially, and obviously, fighting high level opponents in the Europeans is like the like the next step it just makes more sense and also you know i want to try and get as many fights as i can as amateur uh get all the experience i can before i go pro um so yeah obviously if it's a tournament well it'll be like a tournament start again um so yeah getting as many fights as you can in a weekend is is like the best way to get experience isn't it so yeah uh definitely yeah are you looking at september as well chanel and lisa mentioned september are you looking at that or yeah 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 definitely i'll be ready for that yeah good stuff um, so I think it was yourself someone that mentioned it before obviously a few weeks back he's, um, he's had a, a training session at the UFC gym in, in Nottingham um, again we'll go in order so, so how was that experience so meeting the team and obviously training with, with the fighters like me Paul Molly and Dan Hardy yeah um, the training session was amazing uh, getting to know the team getting to train with the team Getting to train with such high-level fighters coming from all around England, I think that's um, what's an um, a booming um, opportunity. So obviously I had to go um, and grab it. And for Molly McCann to actually take the cars, it's amazing. 
um, for her to share her experiences, teach her what works for her in fights, um, which was similar to what I kind of fight like as well. So yeah, that was really insightful. And um, yeah, just looking around the room and seeing the level of talent and get to train with them and drill with them. Yeah, that's, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jack, yourself, mate. Yeah, um, loved it. Um, just being able to train with like different bodies, obviously in, in your gym. Like in your gym, you're just training with the same people mainly. So just like being able to go and train with different bodies and like just see the level of Team England was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed it. We have to we have to travel time, like <laughs> <laughs> some travel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself, Summer? What was that experience like for you? Uh, yeah, it was it was really good. It was like like a room that all have the same kind of goals as each other. It was just really, really nice to be around that. The vibes were just really, really good. Um, obviously, with Molly McCann there, yeah, she, she was just really cool. She was really funny. Um, she, she made yourself a little bit at ease. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a really fun day, getting to le- learn from like some of the best coaches in England. Um, yeah, and obviously training with high-level people as well, different bodies. You always, obviously, like they... like people already said that you know you fight the same people in this in the gym all the time so fighting different people or you know drilling with different bodies is is always beneficial so yeah it was just a pretty boss day all round really yeah sounds and um yourself lisa i didn't make that session how didn't you make it no? oh. i couldn't make it yeah so i can't actually speak <laughs> i'm sure it would have been amazing yeah to sound like it was um, a good thing, like it must yeah. must be like like for yourself, it must be annoying that you couldn't make that. You know what I mean? Like to be able to to get to meet meet the team and that. Yeah, definitely. But I'm sure there'll be many more. So yeah, I'll be at the next one. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's the the questions we have. We um do have. A segment that we're gonna gonna try a little little new segment. Um, Quinny, do you want to introduce what it's called? <laughs> so Keaton's come up with this. Um, <laughs> if any of if any of you have ever seen any of our past episodes, we like to try and have a bit of fun at the end of the episodes. Um, so Keaton has come up with this segment, which he's called "Music to My Ears." So just all music-based questions. Uh, just trying, you know, getting all you a little a little better outside of. MMA, let's say. So um so the first one we've got down as part of this segment then is uh which which song or which album do you put on that gets you hyped for your training? So again, same order as before. Uh, Chanel, do you wanna go first? Oh, what song, what song? I don't really have an album, but it's probably gonna be my walkout song, which was uh all of the lights can't hear with. Nice. Yeah, great choice. Uh what about yourself, Jack? Uh, probably 50 cents get rich or die time the, the album yeah yeah the album anything like that nice yeah some band on there like uh, uh, Summer yourself I'm not as serious as that um, <laughs> <laughs> my last walkout song was girls just want to have fun so I mean that's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> but I don't really have a specific album but um they're, they're like playlists with that kind of music on. Like sometimes just cheesy pop gets you nice and relaxed, and that's probably yeah. the kind of thing that I listen to. 
nice. Um, Lisa, yourself? So I've always been a WWE wrestling fan, and I used to train like with uh, a legend from the Ooh. WWE, um, Al Snow. So I've always been into their entrance into the pardon. So I've always been into their entrance songs, and that's one of my walkout songs. Is Nakamura? Um, there's no words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's that's what I, I yeah that's mine. So yeah. Um, and, I've, and before my fight, yeah, I've got an album that, like, on Spotify that I've made for myself. So I listen to a few tunes. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've had a few wrestling, like, songs where I've been working on them before, like Brock Lesnar's <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I did consider Brock Lesnar, but then, no, Nakamura has always been my favourite with his um, entrance, so. Yeah, it's a good one, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned WWE, so Quinny, I'll like question you whether or not. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think we've got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one we've got then is which song or album do you consider your guilty pleasure? Oh, guilty <laughs> pleasure! I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even listen to albums like that. I like nice. Even like a a a song. Yeah, just just one song. Uh, Mojo Yeah, less. Yeah, yeah, Everybody. Don't worry, it's song. That's our gym's anthem right now. Don't oh, worry, it's, it's um, it's all right. My man's BGs. I love a little bit of BGs, and then <laughs> Quinny's got like a full playlist of his, yeah. his guilty pleasures. So I've got that many guilty pleasures. They're not guilty anymore. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, what about yourself, mate? Oh, even like I listen, I listen to literally everything. You know, like <laughs> every genre that's got words and it'll listen to it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I like the BGs myself. Like, yeah. Stevie Wonder, the Jackson Five, uh, anything literally. I just yeah. went through Spotify then and, and I couldn't pick nothing out. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely like me there. I just, yeah. just none of them are guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what about yourself, Summer? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not guilty of any of any of this. Yeah, I mean, like. One of the, the absolute bangers that I have on one of my playlists is Molly Cyrus. <laughs> 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 like I, I love things like that, you know. Um, yeah, Molly Cyrus is a, is is number one, I think, for me as a guilty pleasure as such. <laughs> the, the the high school musical playlist. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good soundtrack. <laughs> See that now we're letting loose, aren't we? Yeah, it's all coming out now. <laughs> Um, Lisa, what's your, your guilty pleasure? I, I don't actually really have one. I pro- probably have to say maybe Ed Sheeran, um, Bad Habits. I blame it on my boxing coach, Barry. He plays it a lot when we're doing pads. <laughs> That's a good song. It's a very yeah, good, good song. song. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so next one. What is your go-to song for karaoke? Now, I'm, we've had to sort of say this as well because I know some people don't like karaoke, so sort of changes as if if you had to if if you were forced to go on karaoke what song would you choose oh i have the song i forgot what it's called there's this one song that me and my coach always does is that the most cheesiest karaoke song ever but i forgot what it's called 
don't know. You have to come back to me. I'm on Barbie. Let's go, Barbie. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have we still got 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 Jack in here? Is he? Manchester had Jack's and Jack's far off. Is <laughs> <laughs> he still there? Just have him. Yeah, he's still there. I haven't got his video. Um. All right. Well, we'll, we'll come, come back, back to him on that one. Yeah, he's not getting uh, out of that one. No, he's definitely not. Uh, Summer, have you have you got one? Yeah, I'd probably do all four parts of Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Larger than life. Larger than life. I do it in my car all the time. I've got <laughs> loads of... I, I think I'd be pretty good at it. That's a great yeah. one. Larger than life's a good one. <laughs> I, rem- I remember when I was a kid, I was on uh, I was on going on holiday. I can't remember where I was going, but I had, me, I had headphones on, like that, you know, the ones you plug into the seat. And oh, yeah. um, I was just loudly singing along to Backstreet Boys, but didn't have a clue I was that loud. Like, my mum and dad had to stop me, had to shut me up, so I've been there, trust me. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you, Lisa? What would be your go-to karaoke song? I'd probably never do karaoke in my life. That's something I just can't ever do. But if I had to, maybe Spotlight um, by Jennifer Hudson. Ooh, oh, one yeah. of my favourite songs. That's something I'd sing in the car when no one's listening. <laughs> Do you, do you hit the high notes, do you? I try. I've got a really husky <laughs> voice. So I actually can't hit the high notes. <laughs> but I try. <laughs> Everyone loves to try it, don't they? So, all good. Um, so, Jack has disappeared. So we mentioned karaoke and he left. Um, Smart man. See <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if we can get him back in if he joins. Um if he joins, we'll ask him that question again. Again, now he's not getting out of that. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, while we're waiting for him, the next one is uh, which song helps you think and focus? Um, probably any Nines song. I like listening to Nines and Port of Piper. Any of their songs just get you thinking. Probably um, Port of Piper 2020 freestyle. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, yourself, Summer, you look like you're deep in thought thinking about this one. <laughs> uh, it's like when you ask the questions, I have to really think hard about these things. Um, I, It's not like a, a deep, meaningful song, but like um, the Black Keys, Gold on the Ceiling was like my walkout song for both of, well, the first two of my amateur fights. So whenever that comes on, I like think about fighting and that's what probably gets me in the zone for it. So yeah, that one. See what what I was gonna say is while you were thinking there, imagine what song would have been in your head, <laughs> and you would have been sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa, yourself. Um, I'm more into podcasts as in that's more my thing. But if I had to pick a song, it's probably legendary. Do you listen to Super Necessary? Pardon? Do you listen to <laughs> Super Necessary? Like, <laughs> putting me under the spotlight I will from today I will I promise <laughs> what, are you, um, what are you go to podcasts that you listen to there's a lot on um, Spotify that I kind of come through, uh, came through just randomly um, but yeah I'm, I'm, they're just very random I don't really know um, they're a random mix <laughs> uh, fair enough 
I, I, uh, like my partner and she's into like all crime and scary stories and all stuff like that no 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 those are more like motivational speeches um, right. by you know special people yeah yeah I get it <laughs> um, what have we got next Quinn we've got a few more haven't we couple more which I mean these are kind of similar to be fair but um, we'll ask them both anyway so do you have a, a particular song or even a, possibly an album uh, that you loved when you were younger and now looking back you, you're just like what was I thinking listening to that uh, <laughs> 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 so it's a, it's still a favourite then yeah it's still a favourite still my Spotify <laughs> Um, summer yourself? Oh, it's really similar. Like I used to love watching Disney Channel, so all the soundtracks of all the Disney shows. <laughs> but um, oh god, I still love them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I still love them as well. Not ashamed to say I still listen to them. So there. Um, but there's like um, my favorite band of all time is Paramore, and uh, their album Riot is probably my all-time favorite album. But I'm not ashamed of it still. So yeah, that's that. Fair enough. And, yeah. uh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, maybe we have to change the question. Say, what, know, what yeah. did you like listening to when you're younger and you still love it now? Yeah. <laughs> it's nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, there's not, there's not much I'd regret listening to either. So it's uh, just, yeah. just got to own it these days, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, have you got any anything you regret listening to, Lisa? Um, probably F Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's probably, yeah, that's, that's my one. You, you still like S Club, though, don't you? It depends on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you put it when I'm in the club, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, it takes me way back. <laughs> yeah. Pull out, like, the 90s dance moves that you used to do and everything. <laughs> Yeah, Keaton's got all the S Club dances memorised, so he does, that's, it, that's his pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, that's pre, that's my main workout. You get too pumped. So the last question that we had was quite similar, so I'm going to change it and say, what song do you, do you wish you never heard? So one that comes to mind for me is like, Kylie Ray Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, you know, something like that. <laughs> Uh, mom was probably gonna be jealous. Everyone in love, everybody in love, because my coach plays it every single day, like twenty times a session. <laughs> twenty times a session. I'm not even joking. Every day he plays it because I introduce it to him. He loves it. <laughs> it I hate it now. He annoys me. It just like, has on repeat. Song. It's on repeat for like it's been like what five months now. It's been on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some of yourself yeah I've actually got two Chanel just reminded me that my coach always play Let It Go from Frozen on repeat oh, I just sent me right up the wall it really frustrated it was such a good song and then he just ruined it um, so yeah that's one of them and then the other one is have you ever heard of um, Rebecca Black Friday yeah oh, well, <laughs> that that I can't ever unhear that so um, yeah that's my other one I've I've got to give it to you, coach. Though with let it go because you get annoyed that much that you start literally letting it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. I've, I've 
this truck was like, oh, someone just let it go. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's all my games. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about yourself? Lisa, anything you wish you never heard? Mine would be The Box by Roddy Rich. Um, I used to be obsessed with it, but I've heard it so many times, especially on the maps. I just, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Puts me off now. But it's one of those songs that I might hear it again and think, oh, I like it, but no, I've overdone it. So, yeah, that's my song. It, it's the kind of song that makes you want to go into a box room and just stay there and not <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, that was that was fun. That was thanks for that. That went went well. Went really well. <laughs> um, but that that's it. That's all we. That's what off the questions for you now. So, um, really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Um, and and Jack as well before he left. Um, before the mention that karaoke came, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> karaoke got mentioned. Jack left. Um, no, thank, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us. Um, you know, Four Nations this Friday starting, so it's going to be a brilliant event. Um, we hope you all, you know, get what you want out of it, get the experience. But hopefully, you know, one of you at least will be walking away with a uh, with the gold medal there. So best of luck to all of you, and yeah, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No yeah. problem. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. Cheers. And there we go. That was um, four, then three members of <laughs> uh, Team England uh, ahead of the upcoming Four Nations this weekend. Um, sure to be a great event. If you're not already, follow um, Emma. So that I think it's just at E-M-M-A-A, isn't it? Yeah. On um, Instagram. And you'll find all the updates. And, you know, there's, there's a ton, ton of more athletes, fighters involved in the team. Um, some some absolutely brilliant fighters. Um, you know, we just we just picked a handful of them at, at random yeah. and thought these, uh, yeah, and it went well. To be fair, if we would have planned these episodes earlier, um, we would have probably done a number of them. Um, but with the event that happening this weekend, uh, this was this was seemed like the best option for right now. But um, yeah, you know, they're all upcoming fighters, so it's going to be great for us and yourselves to track their careers. Um, and yeah, just keep, I'd say follow Emma on Instagram and follow the team um, ahead of the tournament on at the weekend. Um, yep. So we will be back later on because we are going to be joined by uh, Kyle Davis. We know so many people. Um, <laughs> I get confused. We'll be joined days. by Kyle Davis Jones. Yeah, no, Kyle Jones. That's, that's his, uh, from you know, we like giving people <laughs> nicknames. That is now that's his nickname, just Davis uh, from Hammer North Wales. He'll be fighting on yeah. the almighty Manchester card July 24th. So we'll be speaking to him about that. Yeah, um, he's been on before, and um, he was part of a episode we've done with. Curtis Campbell, Pink Panther, uh, five-time champ, fucking ridiculous him. Yeah. Anyway, he was on an episode with him, so it'd be nice to get him on on his own, give him the spotlight he deserves. So yeah, come back later, twenty to nine, and um, yeah, peace out for now. I
They were super necessary.